Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. The monsters will now start attacking Tokyo. You may wish to deny it, but your eyes tell you it's true. Sound. I'll turn up the sound so you can hear the monsters dueling to the death. Welcome to episode 150 of the Kaiju Cast, a bi-monthly podcast 100% dedicated to Godzilla and all of his rubber-suited foes. My name is Kyle, and this is the second episode of August 2015, and our Yak Attack episode, where we're just going to hang out and talk and, you know, just do a nice laid-back podcast. (laughs) We don't have to do anything super crazy. Uh, We do have some topics to cover, though, and uh, I think... Joining me here in the studio, not I think, but definitely joining me here in the studio, we have <laughs> Brian Cook. Here. Hey everybody, how's it going? And Rachel Cook is here. Hi there. And so is Jeff Dean. Hello nerds. Yes, <laughs> hello nerds. Uh, hello kaiju nerds. So, uh, how have you guys been? I actually, we've been hanging out for an hour, so it's like so not <laughs> fresh for me to just say, how have you been on the podcast like this? Still good. Still good. <laughs> Great. Still good. Uh, you guys... By the way, people were wishing you well and good luck on house hunting stuff. Oh, good. We need it. Oh, we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, uh, the one place that we did finally have an offer accepted on fell through. There was way too many problems with it when we did the inspection. So we bailed on that. And then we've been outbid many, many times now. And it's, it's not like nightmare. we're looking yeah. way above our... We're looking in our price range. It's yeah. just absurd. It's I, just that the, the just, Portland housing market is, is crazy right now. It's totally crazy. And it's the kind of thing where a house gets posted. We look at it the night it gets posted that evening. Yeah. And then we put a bid on it that same evening. And the next day they look at offers and it's sold and somebody comes in with cash only offer with 20% down and no contingencies, meaning no inspection at all and 10 day closing. We just can't compete with that because we know have to finance like, and it's though. just crazy. I mean, not to get too far into it, but that sounds like a developer. I think it is. Yeah. I think Somebody it's investors come in are coming and, in. and like, just level it yeah. and build up a condo. I know. Like, uh, yeah, why, you know. Yeah, they don't care. Why Why have a house here when I can have yeah. a duplex or, or you know, more? It's yeah. just I not. Mean, everybody's moving to Portland. They yeah. should stop, actually. I know. They do need to stop. <laughs> We're a horrible city filled with horrible people. Yeah, they just—they need to, you know, free up some houses for us <laughs> that already live here. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's—it's—it's uh, it's frustrating. We're really stressed out. But um, you're bumming every listener. I know, out seriously. Time. Yeah, let's, let's so, keep the, the positive vibes, folks. The Thank lining. you for the yeah, good yeah. luck and for everything. We really appreciate that. We'll find something. It's just hard. It's, ju- it's just around the corner. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. feel it. Yeah, you know, it would Something's be good. Something's going to happen real soon. Yeah, my yeah. sister's wedding is coming up early September, and so once, and we're going back to Colorado for that, so after that would be really great timing, because then we'll have that out of the way. Do you hear and, that, Karma? Yeah, so Karma, yeah. we could really use it then. <laughs> but we're still packing and finding that we have a lot of collectibles. I know that's of no surprise <laughs> big, to anybody. Big, big shock, yes. Yeah. 
So, but it's time consuming. So we've just been packing as we go, just a little bit, a little. So you guys are uh, talking about selling stuff at this show. I'm totally yeah. thinking about paring down some of my collection. All right. Well, you know? yeah, we're we're looking at doing it at the that um, we've talked about it on the show before. Like it's it used to be called the world's largest garage sale, but now right, I think yeah. it's the Northwest largest garage sale, and I think they do it quarterly. And so we're thinking that we're going to get a table and share it with Jeff and sell some of our stuff. Ready for some 90s Star Wars toys, <laughs> Portland? Yeah. I think everybody. We got a lot of them. Everybody is not ready for you know, some 90s Star Wars toys. Well, hey, everybody loves to, Star Wars, right? Everybody does. <laughs> it's a requirement to be a human being. Have you been to Dr. Tongue's yet? I have not been to the not been new either. store. We should oh. go out there. Let's do it. Because he's been open now for like... A month, six weeks or something like yeah. that, but I really want to go out there. I follow him on Instagram, but it <laughs> doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's not translated into sales for him. Yeah, I'd like to go out there before he closes up again. Or where is he? Know. And where is he at again? Is it Foster? Oh, yeah, it's like, like it's like past 82nd on Foster or right around 82nd. Oh, my gosh. We're always in that area because there's tons of houses in our price range in that area. So we should stop in. Yeah, you should I'll do that. take a look. You'd do something like, positive while we're... Getting frustrated with houses, looking looking at houses. You could do that, yeah. Yeah, I would. I'd love to go together. That'd be kind yeah. of fun. Make it. Yeah, we'll make, make a, trip. a trip. Yeah, Kaiju Cast goes on a field trip. Oh man. Okay, so I totally had this crazy idea uh, that spawned from Camp Slaughter, which I don't need to tell the listeners about. But we just went camping, watched horror movies in the woods. That's about all you need to know. And, uh, I would totally do a camp kaiju. Yes. That'd be cool. It'd be very easy yeah, to, to do be that. Fun. And it's kind of funny because like I have two, two separate ideas. There could be like a camp kaiju and then mm-hmm. kaiju camp, like for kids. Ah, <laughs> oh, that'd be cute. <laughs> which would be completely different. Yeah. I got some cool ideas. I actually that are written down in a book. <laughs> I had a, um, one of my coworkers this next week, um, and I'm his backup. So it's very, um, going to be stressful for me to have him out an entire week. However, I'm excited for him. He's going to be a camp counselor for this camp um, that helps out kids that have been um, abused. But um, but he was telling me about all the different activities they're going to be doing for this mm-hmm. whole camp. And it sounded like such a blast because it brought me back to memories of being a kid and going to camp. And nice. like it sounded really fun. So that would be awesome to put on a little kids camp. I'm thinking crafts, just throwing it out there. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you crafts will I'm be actually, my area of expertise. <laughs> so the, the kids one for me was, uh, would be more in tune to like, what is that group called? Uh, the Northwest Film Center or anybody like Hollywood Theater had a, oh, yeah. a uh, film group. Filmmak- yeah, filmmaking class. Yeah, for- yeah. Uh-huh. So like yeah. doing a tokusatsu. One oh my where gosh, the, the, that'd the, be goal, great. the goal is like over a two week period or something yeah. like that. Build a miniature set, you know, with handmade, you know, stuff, obviously. Yeah. And then uh, a, a little monster suit. Also crafty. I love it. Yeah. And then learning how to create that and then, and then film it. And, you know, so much fun. Not trying to make it look like an actual Godzilla movie or anything, but it would be kind of cool to, to, to do that. I I think it would be fun. And then, you know, show them, show them a movie every once in a while or Mm -hmm. a TV show. It's like at night you could have movie night. That's true too. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I wasn't thinking about like a, a sleepover camp kind of thing. Like a day camp. Just a day camp. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the kind of stuff that I put tiger in. Because we would not be really very good teachers or 
very responsible. <laughs> Not at night, for, no. a bunch, for other people. <laughs> I don't want to be. Uh, <laughs> I disagree. No. I think I'd be awesome at it. Rachel would be in like charge of all. They'd be like, "No more crafts. Stop no, no, it, no. Rachel." That would be like a four or five hour per day kind of thing. I don't know how that works. But, but it, it's not kids are you talking what age? I'm talking kids? like early teens. Yeah. See, I love like fourth and fifth graders. I think that's a great age. Like sure, nine that, and that ten year olds. Like that. Those are really fun. I, I ages. think early teens. I think of Tiger. Unfortunately, oh, yeah, so yeah. I know that most early teens are not as well behaved as Tiger right. is, or, or not. <laughs> I'm just thinking that it would be kind of cool. You know, a lot of a lot of times, what you hear people say in the Godzilla fandom is they're like, oh man, I don't, I don't have anybody around me mm-hmm. that I can talk with about this stuff or that oh, I yeah. can, you know, do anything with. And it, cause the United States is such a large country mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, we're, mm-hmm. we've got all this stuff at our fingertips. So you get all these people who are remotely located in all these pocketed areas. And even if you're in a city like Portland, you might think to yourself, oh, nobody, nobody else likes Godzilla, but there are people. And if you can mm-hmm. find other kids that, found it interesting and you know wanted to it could be a, a great way to connect people too yeah totally and on the other note it'd be fun to have an adult it would it would yeah <laughs> where basically yeah. we watch yeah. films yeah. and do crafts yeah and that's it <laughs> i don't see any it reason to be part not of all crafts. of the camping yes because all, all you need is a generator a projector <laughs> a screen yeah and you're set up true true Perfect. true <laughs> yeah yeah, that would be fun. I like. I mean, I have all these really cool ideas. I don't have the ability to implement them all, but that's one of the ones that I, especially Someday. after this weekend, I was like, ah, I gotta be so cool. So, do you guys want to talk about a topic, a news topic that's not super exactly news? Sure. sure. Yes. Yep. Okay. So, uh, I heard, I read on the internets that Brian Cranston was recently on the Nerdist podcast, mm-hmm. and basically said that legendary or, you know, whoever you want to say there, if it was legendary or if it was uh, Max Borenstein, the writer, or if it was Gareth Edwards, the director, they made a mistake by killing off his character. And mm, agreed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I already agreed with that, but it was kind of like, it was kind of like really uh satisfying to, yeah. <laughs> to read that somebody yeah. else felt that way, who was part of the movie. And exactly. I, like that was one of my biggest criticisms of the film is that, you know, you know, the Japanese kaiju films, for the most part, it seems like the best ones have human uh, protagonists that are not in the military, that are like scientists, that mm-hmm. are like, yeah. uh, you know, newspaper reporters, for example, like in Mothra versus Godzilla. Yeah. And it just seemed to me like going the military route was, you know, sure, why not? That seems so American mm. to, to have the military action it's be like boring. the main characters. And also the... the- the younger person to be the protagonist, right? That's like a very American thing. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always thought it's kind of interesting, you know, hearing Brian Cranston's thoughts on that because I always thought that he maybe agreed to do Godzilla because it wasn't a full commitment movie. Mm-hmm. You know, he was probably there a week or two. I remember talking about that at the time, yeah. yeah. Like, well, yeah, well, maybe he's got so much stuff going on that he can't commit to the full yeah. film. Yeah, so I kind of thought, like, you know, if it was, you know, his character was the main protagonist in the movie, would he have agreed to do that then? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it seems it seems to me that he's, he I mean, have, he's absolutely he must, right as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he like, must have read the script before he took the part, I, I'm sure, you know. I guess. Maybe we'll get Brian Cranston on the show someday. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Text him. 
Let's see what yeah. happens. Tweet at Cranston B. I have no idea what his actual <laughs> Twitter handle is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? We could try and get Brian Cranston on. That'd be fun to actually talk to him. After after hearing his um his talks about King Kong and Godzilla and which one he liked better at being Godzilla, you actually at the at the time you'd get excited to hear him as someone who's going to be in the next Godzilla film. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, "Oh, sweet. He's going to do it justice." And then then he gets killed off. Yeah, pretty which quick. Is, you know, it is what it is. Mhm. It happened and that's about it. I like we started talking about this earlier because my biggest problems with the movie have to do with the direction and the script, right? So those two yeah. things, those are the two people that are being brought back for mm, Godzilla the 2. The next one, yeah. Could we just skip that and talk about the next Toho one? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the next Toho one's actually before that Godzilla, so yeah, yeah. that yeah. technically no, is but, the next Godzilla movie. So. Yeah, because I just, I, yeah, but I guess bringing it back to that I said that kind of in a joking manner, just because I no, I, don't I actually think it really would be love to really do that instead yeah, right. of getting mired in yeah. the negativity that I have towards yeah. the American. I, I'm film. much more excited to hear any news about the next Toho one, which I haven't really seen much. There was Has a you, have you seen anything? There was an article that I posted on the KaijuCast page that came via of all places ABC, and it was an hmm. AP interview with Shinji Higuchi. Oh, okay. I haven't yeah. seen that yet. He's been doing a lot of press because he directed the Attack on Titan movie that yeah. just came out. Right. Which has received mixed reviews. That is what I now know, yes. Yeah, I'm still looking forward to it. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I dig the premise. It's very kaiju-oriented. It'll yeah. the In terms of what the cartoon was, it has a real War of the Gargantuas vibe, in my opinion, of like real humanoid people that are as tall as... like. A regular building, not as tall as a skyscraper. Right, so. right. Now, mm-hmm. have you seen the last trailer that came out? I did, yeah. The one that's oh. like super violent and yeah. gory. I was like, mm-hmm. whoa. It's amazing. You watch <laughs> yeah. that and you're like, I'll include a link in the show notes if mm-hmm. I can remember. But uh, you watch that and you then you think, oh, this is a guy who wants to make like a scary Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm okay with that. But the, Absolutely. to answer your question about like what was said, the most important thing to me that was said in that interview is that he's basically going to be using the same technique that they use in Titan, in Attack oh, on Titan. Cool. So uh, they've got, it's a hybrid between CGI and suitmation. Great. So, That's always what we've yeah. talked about, that that I think is the best method to take advantage of the technology we have currently with CGI, but I don't think you need to make it all CGI. I don't think it works. I think it's too... There, I have fake looking. I there's know. a sense of dimension, I think, that you get in in practical effects that you yeah. don't get in CGI effects. And, and yeah. weight. Like, I think yeah. that you can never fully pull off all of the weight of the actual suits and the movement in the exact way doing it. Plus, I just like the CGI. idea of guys in suits. Yeah, really. yeah I'm a big fan. Yeah, totally <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's obviously I what it, yeah. I love the most about these films. And mm-hmm. the fact that people are actually in there and making it Making it a thing, you know. Yeah, Jeff, it's, have you watched Attack on Titan? I, I've only seen the trailers for the movie. Oh, okay, yeah. But the trailers I've seen, I'm very, I mean, absolutely intrigued by, mm-hmm. especially the last trailer that came out. It looks like it's really playing up the scary element. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love so, that. Um, you know, I, I'm definitely interested in checking it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the majority of the people who listen to this show too are more 
intrigued and excited about the Toho Godzilla. Than For sure. American I think so Godzilla. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I, first up, there's nothing wrong with anybody liking that film or anybody wanting to, you know, the next being excited for the next film is to me that kind of thing where, uh, if someone says, Oh, this is, uh, you've got your movie mm-hmm. and the things that I liked the least about the movie are coming back. It just makes me less excited for the next one. I'm totally looking forward to how they're going to make the next, uh, legendary picture, but man, definitely more excited for the Toho film. Yeah. yeah. And also so, yeah. we should also mention that Guillermo del Toro is supposed to be starting production on Pacific Rim 2 and it's got a different title now. Hmm. I don't think I read that actually. Yeah, it's under a different title. It's not called Pacific Rim 2. It's called something else. More Pacific Rim. <laughs> Pacific Rim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that production that's... is supposed to start fairly soon, mm-hmm. I thought. So. That's uh, exciting ma- too. Oh, Pacific Rim Maelstrom? Yeah. That's nice. Nice. That's Sweet. cool. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited that that got greenlit. A sequel. And isn't there supposed to be like an, is it an animated series? Yeah, there's supposed to be sort of like a prequel animated series. Hmm, nice. Which is what I, I totally have wanted that ever since we saw the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to oh, see, yeah. you know, I want to see more than just quick flashbacks of what happened. Have you seen they, you know, they put out Otachi from Yes. I, okay, so they, yeah, and the, there's a NECA flying, did a whole bunch of them. There's a flying Otachi now too. Yeah. With his wings, which is, oh, cool. that one's pretty nice. And Nika also put out a, uh, it's about a five or six inch version of, uh, the baby. Oh, so it's a oh, large really? version of it. Oh, yeah. nice. Of just the baby. That's awesome. I've so. been slacking on getting the NECA or Nika, um, Pacific Rim figures just because I've been trying to save money yeah, for stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, and, they're, God, and they're, the idea of buying, you know, cause they're like about 20 bucks each, 25 it, bucks each, except, except o- for Otachi's Otachi like, like 70, 60. it's like 69. Oh, right. or something. No, I think oh, wow. the cheapest you can find them for is about 60 bucks, but most yeah. of, most places are selling them for 80. Yeah, I think the flying one world was like tempting. I saw it at things from another world in Beaverton, uh, about a week ago, and I was like, "Ooh, I was tempted because it looks yeah. pretty nice." All of them are tempting. I mean, they've got uh, they've got the twenty inch or the eighteen inch, whatever knife head, and uh, yeah. Yeah. and Cherno Alpha, and they're working on a. I can't remember if they released it or not, just because I've had to stop paying attention to it. <laughs> but yeah, Striker Eureka, they were doing a big one of them. They've got the little tiny chibi figures that came out for San Diego Comic Con, which I think you can buy online. You can get mm. them at Toys R Us now. Oh, you can. I've seen them mm. there. Oh, cool. Hook, hook, hook a brother up. Okay. A, a fellow kaiju brother. But the other thing I was going to say is they started making Jaeger figures of the ones you see briefly in the prequel section. Oh, you know, oh the, nice. The prologue. <laughs> yeah. So you've got, you know, you're, they've already taken care of the ones you've got in the movie. Mm-hmm. Several times, right? So there's been at least three or four. There's different versions of like, yeah. yeah, the arm ripped off and battle damage. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So but then they put out like tacit Ronin. And, mm. uh, something Bravo. I can't remember what their names are off the top of my head. I've already neglected Pacific Rim in my brain for so long that I'm forgetting things. Horizon Brave, I think is one of them. But anyway, they started making some of these figures, nice. which I would hope means that eventually they're going to start making more of the kaiju, which I think they did yeah. announce recently. I think they showed something maybe at San Diego Comic Con that showed one or two of the, the kaiju from that era. Mm-hmm. area of the film. I wish yeah, they would do I think do I remember Karloff. seeing something like that too. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to hearing more about Pacific Rim because Pacific Rim, as Brian and I were talking about earlier, I think Rachel may have been in the room too. 
Pacific Rim is still more exciting to me than the <laughs> the legendary yeah. Godzilla picture. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I enjoyed that quite a bit more. So I like the human characters much more in Pacific Rim than yeah. Yeah, in yeah. Godzilla. It's like I've watched I watched Pacific Rim. I mean granted it came out a year before Godzilla, but I've watched Pacific Rim many more times than I have the American Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, what happens every time I go to watch the American Godzilla is I turn it on and then it doesn't hold my attention. That's really the best way to put that is that it doesn't hold my attention and I decide to either move on and do other things or I fast forward. start doing things. No, I don't actually fast forward uh, because it's not it's not something that I'm like, ooh, this is boring, but I really want to get to the end fight, you mm-hmm. know? Even the end fight, I don't find, I don't know. I, again, I don't want to turn this into a bashing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so sa- at San Diego Comic-Con, they showed Mutivore, mm-hmm. who is one of the kaiju that you do see that they hadn't made yet. Mm. Um, and then they also have, I think, an axe head two-pack coming out. I shouldn't even be talking about this, should I? That's right. I shouldn't be talking about this. <laughs> Why are you getting excited? And no, you want to spend no. money? The, my problem is that it's. I'm just looking at images. I'm not looking at actually what's available. Or, oh, or, I know, see. Like the news, the news stories. That's really what I should have done. Gotcha. But um, yeah, I mean, I I like those figures, and I would love to have a full set of them. But it's mm-hmm. not as important to me as some of the other things that I've been trying to track down uh, on the internet yep. from Japan, like. Like this guy right here, actually. Oh, hey, what's that? Yeah, it's like, a box. Looks like a cardboard. <laughs> Some sort of you know cube rectangle thing. Yeah, it's like a tube but square. Right. It's a yeah. package. Oh, addressed. I'm not calling this episode the unboxing episode. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was on uh, I was on Yahoo, not Yahoo Japan. I was on um, Amazon, and you know I don't I don't really generally like buying things from like third party sellers. I like, I like it to be prime and <laughs> coming from Amazon's warehouses, mm-hmm. but they had, um, the, you know, this, we were talking about earlier, the, uh, SH monster arts figures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the precursor or the predecessor, I guess, to the monster arts figures were these Revoltech figures. So they came mm-hmm. out with several of them. Hang on one sec. They came out with several Revoltech figures. I've got this Mothra here. And this this Angulus as well, the 68 Angulus. Oh, I love those. Yeah, yeah, That's they're really cool. They're not figure. as um, they're not as articulated as the SH Monster Arts figures, but they hold together really well. Nice. They don't fall apart. We like that. And they all come with all these cool little bonuses. I don't know if anybody remembers me complaining about how SH Monster Arts had been slacking on the little bonus effects and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, which they they of course fixed in some of those releases. So we'll just pretend that SH Monster Arts, uh, Bluefin, Tamashi Group, whatever they're called, they listen to the Kaiju cast, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. So I picked up uh, for like 20 bucks this Mogera from 1957's Mysterious oh, from excellent. the Revoltex series. Now, the most important part to this, which I will try and show you guys, is that not only does he come with Mogera, he comes with a tiny little Mysterian guy. Oh, and how the uh the Markalite, which oh, I've been cool. I've been craving a Markalite for a really long time, huh. and the only one that's out there that I know of is a uh, is a model kit, which 
means that if I buy it, it just sits on my shelf until I build it. <laughs> so <laughs> now I don't have to build a model kit. That's a twenty bucks well spent. So. I think yes. so, right? Oh, so, absolutely. I, think so. yeah. I would agree. I'm excited. Can I see it a little bit closer? Yeah, yeah. A little pass, pass it around, Jeff. Yeah. So that must have been super exciting for the listeners to hear about. I've been unboxing on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's actually one of those things about YouTube that I don't, I mean, it's funny. And I did one, you know, I did, I've done two unboxing videos. One was called Books Day, where I had ordered a whole bunch of books from oh, Mondrake yeah. and they mm-hmm. came. And the other one I did was the Survival Box, the Godzilla 2014 Survival Box. Yeah. Which, aside from the trailer to the documentary, has definitely has the most views on my YouTube page than anything else. Nice. The unboxing video. Yeah, weird. With a whole bunch of people who are like, I want one. Where can I get one? Could you imagine that being a genre of video people would want to watch like 10 years ago? I can't even, I can barely fathom it right now. <laughs> I mean, there yeah. are so many. You know, the other thing I videos. can't wrap my brain around, the reaction videos. <laughs> yeah. Re- you know what I mean? People <laughs> yeah, set up yeah. a webcam, they go, okay, I'm going to watch the new trailer for Westworld. And the camera is pointing at the person watching it. Yeah. And that's it? Yeah. It's kind of like And the then trend. they go... Don't you think oh that? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Don't you think that started <laughs> yes! with, with the episode seven Pass that trailer? No, it seemed like I saw like no, eight hundred. It happened before those. that because people did it with Godzilla. I just thought like this is actually the first time I noticed it because I don't hmm. I don't generally hang out on YouTube. I don't. That, that's yeah. a sticky road to go down. You don't want to start watching those because then you'll just you know spend eight hours watching people's reactions to things. That's bizarre. Or I don't want to start producing them either. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of uh, like how Japanese television has the little oh, box yeah. where yeah. people are reacting to whatever. I would rather watching. have that. But yeah. that makes sense because at least you're seeing both. Right. It makes yeah. sense, but at it's the same time, weird. it's stupid as hell. It's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. really stupid. I don't, you know, I'm not going to full out say that it's stupid as hell because there's some really funny game shows that I love seeing the reactions game of like shows? what's going on. Oh, oh speaking yeah. of game <laughs> wait, shows. Wait, wait, wait. Before <laughs> you go into that. Before <laughs> you launch into that. Let's not launch into game shows. Okay. So. We, so Okay. Well, we do have one thing to talk about we, we at some would, point. We do, and we will, but let me okay. let me just say this first. So the thing that we're talking about, yeah. for the listeners who are not familiar, is right. Japanese television shows, many of them, not just one show during the day, right. many shows during any, any given day, will have the content that was shot for that show being shown to you, the viewer at home, but there's also a little picture-in-picture picture where they've got some people in a studio somewhere that are also watching that, and it's a totally a multi-camera situation. So they've got multiple people, multiple mm-hmm. cameras, each getting the reaction shots, and not only do you see them, a lot of times you can hear them, too. Yeah. So it's almost like you have... Uh, people hanging out with you. Oh, maybe that's why they do it. Oh, is yeah. like to make say, people feel like less alone. Social thing, maybe. Yeah. It's the next step up from the laugh track. <laughs> you can just see it. Instead but I think of a lot of people it. are actually celebrities, so maybe people are saying like, "Oh, Tom Cruise likes maybe the same things I like. Yeah, maybe He's a human it really being." Sells it. Yeah. It might. I don't know. But it's weird. It's a. It's a definitely a different culture over there. And oh yeah. That is a prime example of. That's something that entertains people, but it's... It is distracting in some It's distracting. And I got to say, like, when you're over there at first, it's a little shocking. It's like, whoa, why are there people watching the same thing that I'm watching? I don't necessarily need that. And if you're like a 
uh, a movie file, like someone who likes seeing things that are unaltered and like the best quality yeah. version, um, you'd be like, get these people off of the television screen. Yeah. yeah I'm not a fan of that. I could see that. Yeah. And it doesn't, I don't think they do it for like when they, when they show movies, but it's Gosh, usually, I hope not. it's usually like, it's almost like a news show, but I don't think it's news. I almost think it's like a variety program mm-hmm. or something. I have no, we have no equivalent here that I know of, but it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do that on game shows too, though. Yeah. And sometimes it's just funny because if they're, they're cracking up laughing, you're also yeah. laughing. So it does feel like you have friends. So I will say, <laughs> I will say that there are times when I could see a, a point of that, but at the, for the most part, it is, it is stupid. It makes me feel, <laughs> it makes me feel like some people, uh, don't know how to react th- to things. And so they're oh, like, sure. let me look to what these celebrities who are people just inside of a TV studio. I don't know how, yeah. how far and wide their celebrity goes, but, you know, let me see how these people are reacting. And that will give me my reaction to the, or cue me in. I, so yes, yeah. in that sense, it's one step odd. above a laugh track. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, it's a bizarre development, right? It's like, you need reinforcement. Yeah. Something like that. What you yeah. should, it's like, how should I feel about this? It's like. You know, let's like, psychologically break down the Japanese television audience right now. I, live I got, on the Kaiju cast. I wouldn't be surprised if it's pretty close to hitting American airwaves as well. So if it's all over YouTube, people produ- producing <laughs> reactions, some of them say like, let's do, let, you, I, know, let's do you it. know what? With all the mm-hmm. stupid crap that we have on TV here. Yeah. I can see that happening for sure. Yeah. Somebody be yeah. like, Oh, you know what we ought to do? We got to have a dual channel thing, like the, let's say Turner, right? Because Turner owns so many channels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Say, okay, so I think what we're going to do is we're going to have this television show air on Animal Planet, just taking a stab at guessing (laughs) Turner channels. And at the same time on TNT, we're going to have a panelist review this and he's going to have special guests that also look and and say oh look at that cute little puppy <laughs> so i think when I the to- take that home when the toho godzilla 2016 film comes out yeah we got to do a reaction video of the whole movie yeah right <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, us, no 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 us watching the, the tra- entire no well, first the, the whole trailer movie, picture Jeff, in picture first the trailer yeah. i think that's called mystery science theater <laughs> where you react to a whole movie. Right. <laughs> Let's just say uh, that true. Mystery Science Theater gave birth to it, and then yeah. we can like bring this around full circle to kaiju beginnings there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah I don't know. Mystery I don't think uh, I don't think people would want to see my reaction to anything. That just doesn't seem like fun to me. I'd rather just but it might have seem, a chat about it. But like it might feel right now. but it might yeah. seem like fun to the <clears> listeners. <throat> If uh, if you if you want to see this, get in touch with Jeff and he'll figure it out. <laughs> he'll figure out how to get the cameras in here. Right? Get in touch with Martin. Right oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, where the hell is yes. Martin? By the way, right. I have a gift for him, and he's not getting it. Well, yeah, that's no, at what least you get he's not getting it today. Up. Yeah, this, mm-hmm. I got this for him at G Fest. Oh no, we moved that, it. There's nothing there. That would be I got him the nothing. side of your desk. I got him, I got him, this. <laughs> no, I got him a hail to the king. Um, print that Jeff Zorno made. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so he can hang something up in his office in the Galaxy Sailor Studios. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, So what's been going on with you guys, aside from Jeff and I were camping and... uh, Uh, We also um, enjoyed some nature this morning for the first time in a long time. (laughs) 
and we went to. <laughs> I just like because I've been in reaction. an underground bunker, and uh, <laughs> yeah. is it, we do. It, oh, listeners, you should see the, yeah. the video we just shot for that. <laughs> Brian's reaction is video. It enjoy <laughs> is enjoy the right word. We did enjoy mm-hmm. it. Actually, mm-hmm. we were feeling very out of shape, but we attempted a hike today, and. Um, at Multnomah Falls and it was, yeah, th- there was actually a lot of people there, but we realized there's way more people there when we were leaving. And so we felt like we went at a good time, mm-hmm. but, great. um, but there was, um, it was really nice weather and stuff. And so we decided, yeah, to go up and we, our goal is to eventually get to the top of the falls. It'll be a while because we're not in good shape, but we want to just take it easy, enjoy it. Get some good hiking in. Yeah. And so it was fun. Cool, man. Yeah. And then after the morning of exercise, hit Wendy's, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Exactly. I didn't say that. Yeah. We, on our way home and then to we watched, counteract the hiking, we uh, made sure yeah. to get some Baconator Hines. fries. <laughs> that's right. And then yeah. to make things really bad, uh, Rachel wanted to watch Top Gun. Oh, yeah. So our day just reveled out of control. So she'd never seen Top Gun until today. I was going to say, let's describe the word want here. Um, It was not that I thought it was going to be a good movie. Uh, Yeah, like you said, I've never seen it. And... I was very curious because of Brian's hatred for it over the years. <laughs> you hate you Top, hate Top Gun. Yeah, I was How about to can say, you, you not? totally just outed me. Why do you hate Top Gun? Why do you not hate Top Gun? Is a better uh, question. No, I, my think, God. I think it is one of my horrible. big problems is music. If something okay doesn't appeal to me musically, I get very annoyed. And there is quite a bit of Kenny Loggins on that soundtrack. They like, play that song multiple times. You don't like times. Kenny Loggins? But it's from 1986. <laughs> you do? Oh, I understand. I understand. It's from 1986. Yeah. I'm not okay. a huge Top Gun fan. You but, know what else came out so, around that It's a that product time? of its era, and it's, you know. It's terrible. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. It's so bad. The it's, lines in it are just horrendous. It's a movie that I the don't. Dialogue. So I don't understand the appeal of a lot of people love it. Uh, I I used to host a midnight movie uh, series at a theater I used to work at where we would bring in old flicks and people would vote on what they wanted to see. And Top Gun would regularly be in the top five movies people wanted to see. And I just, uh, I you couldn't just bring throw myself. out those votes. Yeah, you I just, just throw them out. out. I can't bring like, myself no. to get Top Gun. It's and a I fully movie. support that after watching it today. It was so many scenes in the cockpit. Oh, oh no, you're going to play it. Oh, no. I heard this like eight times already yeah, today. Uh, yeah. I was saying, that song, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I actually do love that song, but it's it's a nostalgia thing. I used to. Oh, you used to? I used to be into it. I used to think, like, wow, that is like a really rocking, catchy song. Not that I'd be like, yeah, let's put this on a CD and listen to it all the time. But when I would hear it, I'd be like, oh, yeah. It's really... What? Does this have anything to do with your dislike of Tom Cruise? No. Oh, I like Tom we, Cruise. We had a discussion about how we really like Tom Cruise, actually. Yeah. War of the Worlds? Great. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I think Tom Cruise picks, especially in the last 15 years, the perfect movies for him. Oh, yeah. Sure. He is definitely that type of like classic movie star. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Can't, can't go wrong. I think he's awesome. A great action film star. He's a lot of fun. But this movie, oh, gosh. 
it's just so many like just weird shots where you're clearly like okay why the volleyball of, scene why of, why do you have that scene in that movie you might as well ask why is there a shirtless saxophone player in the lost boys like what what is it that you don't like about the volleyball scene the homoerotic <laughs> overtones i don't get I, it. the music you got, you got <laughs> i don't like have any part. problem with it Anthony just be Edwards. direct about it if you're gonna do it oh i think they're pretty direct about <laughs> oh they that are pretty plot. direct yeah, yeah. I guess that's there's true. a lot of dudes in yeah. underwear and a lot of dudes a lot in of butt that's, shots that's which all i'm into fine. yeah hey. you know what but you know what rachel yeah you're dangerous. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, I saw, I saw Top Gun. My par- You want to hear a weird story? Okay. My parents took me in. I have two brothers, right? One of them would not have been old enough to watch it, but my younger next one down, Marshall, was definitely old enough. They took me to a drive-in movie to watch Top Gun specifically First of all, I need to say I love my parents. They're great people. (laughs) But they specifically took me there to see how I handled watching a sex scene in a movie. Uh, (laughs) Which I read in the trivia was added later. Yeah. yeah. Is that... That's kind of weird, right? That is weird. (laughs) I find that very strange. Yeah. I'm in the back seat. Yeah, no, it's mommy, a, no! It's a, yeah. it's a PG, it's a PG movie, right? Yeah. And yeah. what, do, what are their options? What are the options for how you react to a sex scene that they would approve of? Well, and that one's like, so do they, cheesy. Do they want you to be like, oh God, like, no, that was so awful. Yeah, I hated Tom it forever. Cruise. Yeah. Or yeah, were. cheering him on or yeah, just, <laughs> I don't even want to know. I don't know what they expect. If if I was watching Top Gun with the audio off, I would feel like it was a bunch of assholes trying to win a douchebag contest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I, I, with the audio on, it's still that. It's yeah. still that with the audio. <laughs> this is it, man. Oh, man. This is where we switch gears yeah. and now become the Top Gun cast. Uh. Oh, God. No, <laughs> playing with the boys. That, that joke uh, never gets old. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, Turning a thing you hate into a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I I don't have any super crazy problems with Top Gun, but that's like I said, I saw it when I was I saw it when it first came out. So in have you seen so, it yeah. recently? No, I have not it's, seen it recently. It's interesting because it's one of those movies that a lot of people love, and and I'm like befuddled i don't understand yeah, it yeah. so people okay. get it really might be, it's nostalgia right? i think it's I the guess nostalgia. It must i mean be. i don't know it would be sure. interesting to find out if people who had never seen it before and they watch it today like how do they react to it right with fear yeah we should watch a reaction video of people <laughs> watching. Oh, there, we go. there you go i'm sure there's many people who watch you know the lost boys <laughs> who you know feel the same way i've as- never seen the lost boys yeah, that's an act. Okay. And I really want it. That's on my list. Have you seen There's they a lot live. of movies I haven't seen. I love They Live. Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure. I don't want oh, to get yeah. off into a tangent about it. I have a t-shirt. Somebody, somebody recently said they had not seen it. And, oh. And I was kind of like, oh, God, please everybody, come over and watch it. Please, everybody please come should over see and watch They Live. They Re- Live is Rest in peace, Roddy Piper. Yes. yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I have I don't a, have more to say on that, but, you know, right. he seemed like a, he seemed like he enjoyed doing what he was doing. That was yeah. cool. Like he still acted. Mm-hmm. That's and, great. Uh, you know, he's from Portland, I believe. It's I think like he's from he Oregon to... somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I believe yeah. his funeral service, and he will be buried someplace in the Portland metro area. Hmm. From, from what I understand. Well, 
Well, I have a T-shirt from They Live that says watch TV and it's the news anchors, but of course in the just revealed oh, as the alien mask. Spoiler mess. alert. Oh. 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 Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. Watch They Live. Yeah. Yeah. It's, great. it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> um, so I think it's time to, uh, I think we should read an email here. All right. So we get quite a bit. We've gotten quite a bit of emails recently, and it's been pretty cool to see people uh, writing in. Again, I feel like a total tool for not, like, you know, reading people's emails. I'm trying to remember what the last email we wrote, read was, but uh, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, like, make you guys actually fill me in on that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm just going to pick a, a general one here. This one's from Jim, who says, uh, Hi, Kyle and crew. I'm a fairly new subscriber slash listener and a rabid novice compared to you folks when it comes to everything kaiju. But growing up with the 60s and 70s creature movies has given me a solid love and excitement for Godzilla. Hence, I'm in the midst of viewing all of the movies in chronological order and loving them, usually followed by listening to your co- corresponding episodes and then plugging nice. them on our Movie Bears podcast episodes. Awesome. Sweet. So just a quick note to say that while I have not listened to every other kaiju-related podcast out there, I can't imagine that one would come close. That's what I really wanted to do. I just wanted to read this, you know, <laughs> ego yeah, boost. I was say, yeah. This is perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> the best kind of emails we get. Uh, I just wanted to say that... Uh, what did he say? Something about how we're the while best While I have podcast. not listened to every other kaiju-related podcast out there, I can't imagine one that would come close to yours being involved with a podcast ourselves. I understand what it takes not just to record and post a show, but to create quality shows that's fun for the listeners, highly informative and cleanly produced. The Kaiju Cast crushes it on all those counts. Keep up the good work and I'll be listening. Awesome. Uh, And then he says, just to continue the ego boost, by the way, your episode intro announcement and music is epic. Seriously, one of the best on any podcast out there. Not just nice. Godzilla related. Sweet. Well, thank you, Jim from Tucson, Arizona and the Movie Bears podcast, uh, which I'm assuming you can find at moviebearspodcast.com since that's part of your email address, man. Uh, really appreciate you listening. Really appreciate you enjoying the show. And yeah, thank you so much, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Sweet. It's cool. Like recently and within the past like several months, we've gotten a lot of like really positive feedback on the, on the podcast just in general. So great. It's, it's good to read that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Really see whether we, where the people like with the, with how they listen to the Kaiju cast. Not too hipster for Someday, you folks. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Someday I would like to actually do like a survey, like a listener survey. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Get some, get some feedback from people um, and be able to like sort of, Give that to Keith Foster <laughs> and have him like review the results. And I'm, I'm actually being serious about that. Uh, I'm just, why give it to Keith Foster? Just curious. Because he is, he likes stats. Oh, okay. Sorry. Right. I wasn't picking up on the I relation was, there. To I was trying to figure out a, a good way to do that. So I'm glad you asked. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> looking for my segue. All right. Yeah. He produces the, um, well, he, he does Kadoja, obviously, yes. uh-huh. but he also has Nerdometrics, which is the show. Oh, that's where right. I knew he that. He analyzes all of the stats and so forth regarding certain things cool. and so on. Like they talked about, um, is it feasible? For the Empire to build a Death Star. 
Awesome. Like, of course. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. We got a inflatable Death Star awesome. beach ball that lights up. Nice. Wow, nice. It's really cool. That is very cool. Just in time for the next Star Wars concert. I don't know what I'm doing. We can about. play <laughs> like some sort of beach ball volleyball and kind of pull off a little Top Gun thing for the Kaiju cast mm. at some point. No Video more Top Gun. it. Backtracking <laughs> already, Rachel. <laughs> top Gun is definitely banned. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> After I've talked about how much I hate it. <laughs> so you missed it, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff left the room. He missed well, you Jim were volunteered was ta- to Jim do said it. he liked everybody on the podcast, but you, dude. Yeah. That's what happens. I'm just kidding. That did not happen at all. <laughs> no. That did not happen. Haters gonna hate. Yes. Hater Bader's gonna never mind that Jeff's wearing a Bates Motel shirt. Bader's gonna bait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was going with that, but then I decided not to, and you sort of just took it and ran with it. So that's fine. That's cool. It works. <laughs> it does work. That's what I do. Uh, All nerd brains think alike. Now you had a topic that you wanted to cover, Rachel. Oh, uh, we've been well, mostly Brian, but I've been getting into it as well. Um, been looking at Mobius stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The French artist Mobius, uh, people may know, I guess the easiest thing I could point to for people to know who Mobius was, was, uh, if you're at all familiar with the movie Heavy Metal, the chick on the bird, Tarna is her name. Uh, that's all kind of inspired by Mobius's artwork. And Mobius created the book Metal Herlot in France, which came over here as Heavy Metal. So. Isn't yeah, also and then, Lawrence Fishburne in The Matrix? Is, is that Mobius? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think oh, you're is right. it? Okay. I think you're right. <laughs> but yeah, and Mobius uh, it's also- It's driving me crazy to not actually say it's Morpheus and not Mobius. What? <laughs> is it, oh. is it, is it, is it <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, I, yeah, is it? Morpheus. It is. It's okay. Morpheus. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, and Mobius also I was going to sit here and let that go, but I just- <laughs> <laughs> We'd have some hate mail coming us. Some bait mail. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> now you can't cut that section out. I'm not cutting any of this out. I need an episode that I don't have to edit. I'm not right. spending so much time editing podcasts. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so Mobius, the, yeah, the artist. Uh, the other big thing people would recognize is uh, everyone knows that Giger did the artwork for Alien in terms of the ship and the alien and all that, but the actual astronaut suits and stuff were designed by Mobius. So. Mm. Hmm. And his fingerprints are all over a lot of things. He worked on Tron and Fifth Element. Oh man, and, he definitely Tron absolutely yeah. is evoked. But I mean, yeah. his, his he did the costumes and the that. set design, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And just an amazing, amazing artist that I'm a huge fan of. So yeah, we watched a documentary. There's a BBC documentary about him, yeah. and we watched that recently. And then, um, and then I, ooh, Brian got a bunch yeah. of his books. And he designed a movie called The Time Masters, which is oh, yeah. a really fun little movie. I would recommend people go see it, but it's really, really tough to find here in America. So huh. good luck with that. But, uh, <laughs> let me was, bring up something. But it is fantastic. It's directed by, it's weird that you say that because it's directed by the guy who directed a movie called Fantastic Planet, which is pretty well known. That's, that's actually a You're movie. You're in my brain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's actually a movie that's easy to find and I would recommend people see. It's an animated movie from the seventies and I believe it was animated in, I don't know what country did it. The director is from. Oh, I can't remember I either, but it's, it's like French or Czech. 
Czech Republic or something. I don't know. I maybe not Czech. I don't know. But it, Fantastic Planet is an amazing. The country it's is listed wonderful. as France and Czechoslovakia on the Wikipedia. There you go. Okay. Take it with your Wikipedia grain of salt, of course. It might not be from either one yeah. of those. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Time Masters um, has yeah. It's it's really wonderful story and it has I don't want to give away the plot too much because it's total spoilers but but there's these two little alien creatures in it that's kind of a side thing as part of the plot and they are so adorable and cute (laughs) and what are their names I always mess it up Jod Jod and Eula no I always want to say Yog is one of their names and it's not I just kaiju just on the brain but um but yeah what is it again Eula and Jod and Eula. Jod and Eula. Yeah. Oh, they're so wonderful. What Ra- is there? Rachel is always going to like the little cute. That's true. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. a given. It's a given. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I watch something and there's some kind of like little creature or little sprite like being, the in Princess Mononoke, the uh, yeah. tree spirit. The things the that twist their heads. Go. Oh, oh, that is like uh, 100% up her alley. Yes. Yeah. If Top yeah. Gun would have only had some small <laughs> Yeah. If Kadama. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they did if the volleyball up. scene had nothing but uh, Miyazaki characters in the stands, she'd have been like, "This is great!" <laughs> yeah. Or like the uh, the jets that they were uh, flying had like little animated guys on their computers, oh, like yes. chibi versions of yeah. Tom, yeah. Tom Cruise. That yep. I want to see a chibi version me. of Tom Cruise right now. <laughs> yes. well, you know, there's a fan animation edit of Star Wars, like people animated like a minute at a time. Yes, and, yeah. I have seen that. Yeah, I dare people now to make Top Gun, but, <laughs> but animate it like a Miyazaki movie. Let's yes. do it. Let's do this. Yeah, people. get on it. <laughs> that would fix. We'll the take movie. out all the planes and put in dragons, and that'll be the plot. <laughs> yeah, I can go for that. Or dinosaurs. I'm back to the opinion that Top Gun should be a banned topic. Or Kaiju. Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) We can call this episode the Top Gun episode if you want. I think we're just going to call it Danger Zone. All of the fans. Mm. Oh, no. All the fans are going to not listen to it because fans, listeners, we don't know if they actually are fans of the show. They're not not going to be anymore. They're all Top Gun fans and now they're turning on the show. Yeah. If you're just tuning into the Top Gun cast... <laughs> we're we're currently banning the movie from being talked about. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So um, the reason what the you little wanted to creatures talk about in Time Masters they they um they hear people's thoughts. Yeah. And what is it that they say? They're like, close your minds, close yeah. your minds, because he hears like this voices. one evil guy talking and stuff. Or not talking, but thinking, and they're just like, ah, like no. <laughs> it's just so great. the way they react is so fantastic. <laughs> You've got to be in my head for this. Okay. Yeah. It's fantastic. If you can see what's in her head, you're. <laughs> I fully, know it's fully just entertained. so much joy on my face, but you I have no idea. We the, need a reaction uh, video. X Men School, so I'm not gonna have that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get the reaction video though. Oh, yeah. There we <laughs> it's go. Currently creeping up on topic number two to be banned in the reaction <laughs> yeah. videos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the reason you brought that Mobius up is because you wanted to talk about the cute creatures. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, we just, I just wanted to make sure that there wasn't anything. I'm after. trying to think I, if there was anything else. I, I think you derailed it with your cute, cute creatures. I here. think I did. Yeah. I don't think. I think I was just thought it'd be interesting to see if anybody, if any of the listeners had seen um, Time Masters or seen any Mobius art because it is all really wonderful. Yep. Um, he's known for 
this um, book that he did called Blueberry um, is one of the things he's known for. Um, and it's a Western, like an American Western film or not film. Comic. Uh, comic. Um, and it's amazing how well he does. Um, and it's kind of unusual because he was a French artist and doing mostly things that are associated that are, with the American West. Yeah. Yeah. So it was very interesting, but he's, he's very talented. What, uh, where'd you see the documentary? It was on, I just found it on YouTube, but it was on, on BBC four originally. But, uh, we just recently watched the Jodorowsky Dune documentary and it talks about Mobius kind of in third person. Cause he had passed away by the time that documentary gotcha. was made. Gotcha. So I was kind of wanting more of that. And, uh, that's where I found it was this BBC four documentary, but okay. if you're into comic mm-hmm. books, check it out. Yeah. Send me a link to both of those. I'll just yeah. include them in the show notes. Sure. But you have to do that because I will forget. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, I think we're going to take a little break here. We've been recording for about an hour. And uh, Brian Clark had requested that we play Rob Zombie's American Nightmare because the lyrics refer frequently to that movie. So we'll, we'll jam with that. And then we'll be back for whatever else this episode holds. Sweet.
What movie? Uh, what we do in the shadows. It's by the guys who did Flight of the Concords. Oh, sweet. So, Jeff, you never had a chance to crack open your famous monsters magazine, did you? I did not. I bought it before we went camping this weekend. Yeah, me too. But I was so busy swimming <laughs> and you know hydrating myself and communing with nature. <laughs> communing with nature. Uh, we were communing with nature, all right. Uh, Bigfoot hunting that I didn't get a chance to, <laughs> yeah. to peruse the new issue. I well, picture you're a lot like Schwarzenegger at the end of Predator, covered in mud, kind of luring a Bigfoot into a embankment covered that's, with knives. That's pretty close. Yeah. Were the Bigfoot traps any any of them have any success? No. Okay. All right, man. Well, maybe next year. There's always next year. That's right. I'm always. Optimistic. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry you didn't get a chance to crack open the magazine, but as it ha- as it happens, I actually did get a chance to flip through the magazine a little bit because I, I bought it at the Barnes & Noble by my house, and uh, I was somewhat surprised. There was a little bit of a surprise. So I got the hmm. the issue that has Godzilla versus Cthulhu. And uh-huh. it's issue 281. Issue 281. And uh, the reason I even went to Barnes & Noble in the first place was not to get Famous Monsters. It was to get the Ultraman manga. Oh, Ooh, how cool. Ultramanga, awesome. which was just released. Mm-hmm. And um, I started reading it. It was blazing through it. And so I had to stop myself because I wanted it to, to last a little bit longer. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. So this is the one nice. where Ultraman looks like a uh, – Iron Man, some people mm-hmm. are saying, or uh, armored version of Ultraman, which is what I say. Um, enjoying it so far, I will give a full report after I finish reading it. But Famous Monsters 281, however, I knew this was not an all kaiju issue, which are typically the only ones I pick up from them because the cover price is twelve ninety nine, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is like quite expensive for for a magazine, in my opinion. Anyway. Uh, flipping through it, going like, okay, Godzilla's on the cover. I know, you know, there's some Godzilla stuff in here. There's an, uh, a great article, by the way, about Bride of Frankenstein. So you, Jeff, should definitely be yeah. reading that, unless you already know all the stuff. You might already yeah, know Yeah, I mean, all. I know. I, I picked it up because it has the kaiju stuff, and also it's the 80th anniversary of Bride of Frankenstein. So I- yeah, so they have Godzilla versus Cthulhu, which is an interesting read. But that's about all it is. It's not insightful. It's just interesting. Like people are literally a panel of people, a whole bunch of people talking about why Cthulhu would win against Godzilla, which is not something I even really care about. But right after the Godzilla versus Cthulhu uh, article, whatever you want to call that, there is an interview with Koichi Kawakita. Oh, awesome. That was conducted while I was in Japan by Ed Holland from Monster Attack Team magazine. Awesome. And um, at the same time that, uh, you know, when I came back from Japan, Ed asked me if I would write anything for Monster Attack Team magazine Mm -hmm. specifically. Mm -hmm. And so I did. I wrote up a little article about the uh, about the Godzilla exhibition and I was shocked pleasantly to find an article uh, with my name on it oh, <laughs> cool. called Godzilla's 60th anniversary exhibition road. Very nice. cool. So congratulations. Yes. Yeah. Congrats. Published in famous monsters, man. Uh, I was, it's really funny because I actually wanted to be involved in this year's Kaiju issue. Because last year, August asked me if I wanted to do anything. And I was like, dude, I'm just so busy with getting this stuff together for the, you know, for everything. So I couldn't do it. But the 
the fact that they published that is awesome. Mm-hmm. And the, the deal was Ed, Ed asked me to write something, which I was happy to do. And my problem is that when I start writing, I start writing. And so I gave, he was like, Oh yeah, you know, like a thousand words or something. One page thing. I give him like a four or five page, like yeah. write up. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, can you edit it down? And I was like, yeah, definitely. But because I got so busy with the documentary, I eventually couldn't. So I was like, I'm sorry, man, I can't, but here you go. If you want to use it, go for it. If you don't know hard feelings, I had no idea I was in the, <laughs> in the <laughs> That's issue. Cool. Nice. It is so, really cool though. So nobody let you know it until you actually peruse the issue. Yeah, but that's a, no big deal. It's cool. I'm not upset with it. I mean, I'm thrilled to be in the magazine. Yeah, that's awesome. I will say if you read it, uh, there, it was edited, right? So it was an edited mm-hmm. version of my, of my report. Um, I know that Godzilla Jr. was not in Godzilla versus King Ghidra, that he's from Godzilla versus Destroy Up. So just there's some things that I didn't actually put into the article. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the one. That's the only thing that I'm like, ah, they need to know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> No big deal. I'm glad they, they made some additions and stuff and some subtractions from my piece. But I do know Godzilla versus King Ghidra did not include Godzilla Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta clear that up, man. Yeah. And that issue just came out so people can find it. Yeah. It's on newsstands now. Is it really $12.99 though? Is that what the cover price is? Oh, no. Sorry. It is if you're in Canada. But it, okay. $9.99 still. Yeah. I mean, you're only a couple bucks off. Yeah. Good stuff though. I like, I like famous monsters and I love how they're doing more stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if they ever do another all kaiju issue, I'm definitely going to try and submit more because I thought it was, uh, definitely a thrill to see my name in print again. That is pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I think the last time I was published in print was for Living Dead magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And you should do something else with him. Yeah, I should. I should. I don't think it, this is not a knock on the magazine. I don't think they're they're very interested in monster stuff. So it's okay. I don't know. Maybe it's all right. No, I mean I've talked to Deanna about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just it, I get sort of a cold reception, which is totally fine. It's not it's not their wheelhouse. No problem. I got no issues with that. I do have issues with me not being in Famous Monsters more, but that's okay. <laughs> the, the cool, oh, you know what, though? They did put a little blurb at the bottom that says that uh, I'm the host and producer of the Kaiju cast. Oh, so very nice. Maybe more people will see this and maybe yeah. more people will be like, hey, Kaiju cast. That would cool. be pretty rad. They just started following me on Twitter, you guys. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to be like internet famous anytime now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Boing. Um, but so I was, I was buying this, right? So I checking out and, uh, the neck cashier called me up and she was like looking at it. She was like, Oh, Ultraman. Cause I bought the Ultraman manga. She was like, Oh, did you hear? Uh, have you, no, she asked if I had read ready player one, which I have not, but she told me there was a really cool, like Ultraman moment in it. Yeah. So you, Brian, have you read, read Ready it. Player One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I recently in the news, they've made a big deal about how Spielberg is going to be directing the movie version of Ready Player One, and they've announced kind of a loose release date, I believe. Okay. Um, but uh, if 
the movie is like the book, we should all be excited that Steven Spielberg is going to basically direct a big chunk of Ultraman footage because, uh, in the book, it's kind of like, it takes place in a near futuristic world where everyone's kind of jacked into this matrix, sort mm-hmm. of like everyone, you do your, your job. So you're kind of like Morpheus this, sort of. Okay. So but, please continue. Uh, but you all Good know tie in. Yeah. Uh, so like everyone has their entire life on this like internet and, uh, the guy that created it is kind of this Willy Wonka esque character who leaves Easter eggs, like video game secrets basically throughout the entire like thing. Okay. So, uh, part of the world, the, the futuristic internet, it's kind of tough to describe, boy, I'm having a little bit of difficulty, but, uh, you can obviously play video games in it and do your normal, like, everyday thing. But one new video game genre that's introduced in the book is you can basically play your favorite movie. So say you wanted to be Marty McFly in Back to the Future, there is a game that would let you do it in the book. And the main character is a huge fan of Ultraman, and at one point he actually goes into an Ultraman game and becomes Hayata as part of the science patrol. And in the book, it actually describes like he wears the uniform. He's in the science patrol. He gets the beta capsule. He becomes Ultraman and he fights various monsters. And uh, Ernest Klein is the author. And he actually like labels specific monsters that Ultraman is fighting. Well, the main character who is being Ultraman is fighting. So, so th- like, like legit ones, like, so like, like ne- legitimately like, like Naranga or exactly. Yeah. So when it's, they make this movie, they're going to have to get, clear copyright if they uh, that's the thing it i figured the movie version is going to pare down some of that stuff because they'd have to clear the book has like everything okay. uh there's a sequence where basically every japanese robot you could imagine is in an army that fights against a bunch of bad guys and he lists them off like you know one after another of i don't mm-hmm. even know the list you know yeah i only know a part of it but uh yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff, a lot of real heavy, heavy references. The Back to the Future example I made is actually in the book mm-hmm. where the the main character describes being able to be Marty McFly. So, Well, it's like, you know, with Spielberg directing, and do you know what studio is releasing it? I'm not sure about that. Because if it's Universal, then he could use his clout to get Marty oh, McFly sure. and Back to the yeah. Future stuff. Oh, sure. I, I think he but, uh, could use his clout to get quite a few doors opened up. Yeah, so. Yeah. so when mm-hmm. did they say the production and then the estimated release date is going to be? I think the production has is going to start soon, and I think the release date's in 2016. I'm not entirely certain. Oh, so. December 15th, 2017. Oh, okay. So about so. two years away. A little over two years away. Plenty of time to screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's cool. Spielberg. Well, you know, the funny thing about that could be not that it's funny necessarily, but if Steve, if Spielberg's clout allows him to do that, I'm fairly positive that he could get the license at least to show Ultraman. Mm -hmm. Like that's not something that I would put past Subaraya as long as he goes to Subaraya. And because Spielberg is in that same camp of like, um, you know, George Lucas mm-hmm. and, uh, and that, man, I can't remember what they're called, but those dudes, right. That like they right. grew up and they, they have an appreciation for Japanese tokusatsu stuff. It wouldn't surprise me if Spielberg basically said, we got to go directly to Subaraya instead of like, Hmm, who's this Thai company? Chayo. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice though. I mean, that'd be really cool because you know, what was that 
Pixar movie that had all the video game things in it. Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, yeah. Wreck-It Ralph. Mm-hmm. And then they've got Pixels coming out, which has like every video game ever mm-hmm. in it. Or not ever, obviously. But, you know, it's like one of those things. If that's what they're doing with this, is it sort of the same kind of it's, vibe, it, sort of? It makes a ton of references like those other... It, 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 it The book itself feels like uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but with video games. And uh, it does make a ton of references. At one point, the, the main character actually sits down at a real joust machine to face off against, like, an evil guy that's great at joust and that's part of like the thing he has to there's like a mission there's a mystery he's trying to solve cool. sort of so i have not read ready player one so you'd suggest it to the listeners for sure yeah i mean i it's been a while since i've read it but i i enjoyed it it was a fun little read it was you know i have some criticisms but still it has a huge ultraman section so for that alone it's kind of entertaining so. i would definitely like to listen to that book <laughs> i could find the section uh, I, with yeah. that <laughs> that'd be cool i should be able to make time it's not like i have any like, major pressing projects happening right now but yeah that's cool man yeah. ready player one i'll it be looking the, forward to 2017 figuring out what happens there yeah it was the first thing i thought of when people were saying like oh the release date's set and it just made me think like wow is spielberg literally gonna film ultraman that would be awesome yeah if i'm remembering correctly i think he even describes like the opening theme song and everything in the in the book oh really nice nice i do have to say uh i mean as long as you guys didn't have anything else to bring up about ready player one I have been watching more of that Ultraman X show. Oh, yeah. The one that's more like yeah, yeah. a, you know, like a toy commercial. Oh, yeah. And once you get past that aspect of it, and obviously you got to think this is a show for kids, but once you get past the toy commercial aspect of it, it's really well done. Like nice. really, really well done. I think the last episode I watched had Teleston in it. The effects for him shooting his fire breath, jaw-droppingly cool. <laughs> really nice. good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm definitely interested in in watching more of that. In that w- what year is that? That's recent, right? That's, That's... airing right now. Okay. It's right. the first time that we've seen an Ultraman show airing in Japan and then getting broadcast here at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's Where is actually it kind of broadcast? amazing. Well, here. broadcast on Crunchyroll, okay. which is a um it's a website where you can watch anime mm-hmm. basically. But yeah. last year I want to say they started they struck a deal with Subaraya. Yeah, I don't really have too much more to cover. I mean, I definitely wanted to talk a little bit about Rose City Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So Rose City Comic Con, we we mentioned it before. It's We're making a big deal of it. So Keith Foster and I are going to have a booth. I don't have the booth number yet. Oh, maybe I do. Well, I'll talk about it in a future episode. We're doing basically a photo op booth where we have buildings and a backdrop and people can, you know, take photos like they're crushing kaiju style through portland nice awesome. and, that, and that's cool. happening in portland in portland at rose city comic-con september, september 19th and 20th, 20th yeah. yeah so it's not just that we've got the booth we've got a screening of the documentary saturday at twelve thirty in room two i believe followed by a q a as well and then we've got a uh, our game show, our panel, the Kaiju Cast Giant Monster Happy Challenge yes. happening Sunday at 1.30 in room four. And then additionally, as Jeff asked me this weekend, we're having our Kaiju Cast listener party 
And we're going to have it at Killer Burger in downtown Portland, which should be very easy to get to if you're at the show. That'll probably be around 8 o'clock at night, and it should be a lot of fun. On Saturday. On Saturday night, yes. Yeah. Big, big, big time. Yeah. So do we want to say anything about the game show? Have you been thinking about it? Because, Rachel, you're pretty much in charge. I've been <laughs> I've been thinking about how excited I am about it. <laughs> so, um we need to definitely powwow and, yes. and have a have a hangout meeting. I think yeah. actually it was a I was going to suggest you guys come here early today, which you did. But mm-hmm. Lady Kyle was like, oh, "I do not want to I'm too tired and too wiped out from camping to really go over this stuff." So, we'll just mm-hmm. have to do it again sometime soon. Yeah, we can come over early next weekend or something if you want. Yeah. And then uh I need to start consolidating prizes because yeah. we're definitely going to do some prizes and we got to do oh, that yeah. form for f- people to fill out. Cool. Because yeah. we're, we're only about a month away. So, yeah, we are exactly ish a month away because today's the 16th. And actually, by the time this goes online, we'll definitely be a month away. Should be fun. I'm really looking forward to um, having all that stuff happen. Also, mm-hmm. artist Tad Galusha, who is a listener to the podcast, a citizen here of Portland. He is going to be doing some artwork for, I don't even know how to say it. He's going to be doing some artwork for that events conglomeration thing. Where nice. Put together like a, a, you know, a put together a flyer basically and ha- he's going to do cool. something cool on it. He's the guy that did that piece that I have uh, over there of the girl riding the skateboard with the millennium Godzilla in the background. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I got to meet him last year. Good dude. Good dude. Nice. Um, also, <laughs> I will just. Tease this, I guess. When when Keith is here for Rose City Comic Con, there's going to be some planning going on for a March Madness kaiju bracket. So if you All like the right. sports and you also like kaiju, we've got you covered coming up. I'm really completely out of my element on that stuff, so I don't know how that's going to go. But Keith assures me that it's going to go great. Sweet. I'm all about the kaiju part of it. That sounds very exciting and competition and gaming kind of like thing. However, I understand sports is involved, so I, I am also out of my element. <laughs> yeah, totally. But Stats. sounds like fun. Stats, man. Yeah. Have you guys bought anything recently? I know you guys are still on spending lockdown. Have you gotten mm-hmm. any ca- kaiju related stuff, El Jefe? No kaiju related. No kaiju related stuff. stuff. I bought a few things here. I got a few things coming in, but nothing has materialized yet. I mean, aside from Mogera, which I just opened, and of course, aside from the issue two eighty one, the Famous Monsters magazine, and the Ultra Manga, which is now my just name for it, Ultra Manga. <laughs> Sweet. I passed on a lot of awesome Halloween stuff when I was at Michael's the other day. Is that, oh, is that oh dude. That's, of Halloween stuff. That's already out? Yeah, we went oh, to Costco. Yeah. They have, you know how we bought all those, um, those skeletons? Yes. The posable skeletons, life, life-size skeletons? They have a dog one. Oh, my gosh. Oh, really? There's also, there's a light-up dog skeleton thing for like a yard thing mm-hmm. um, at Michael's as well. That's great. Halloween stuff coming out. I'm like, yeah. I've I've noticed all the Halloween stores like Spirit and Halloween Town are starting to open up. Are are they starting to open or are they starting to just claim the spaces? They've claimed the spaces. They have have the banners up. They usually open like September 1st, right around there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my favorite time to hit those stores is like the day after Halloween. Oh, yeah. 50% off. So Drusilla gets a lot of outfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Perfect. That makes sense. We're coming up on birthday times, right? 
Brian's yeah. birthday is coming up. Jeff's birthday is coming up. My birthday is mm-hmm. coming up. Your birthday is not passed, January. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not you then. No. Lady Kyle's birthday is eventually coming up. So I we should actually just, do so, Tiger's birthday is this weekend. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 17. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Getting up there. Yeah, I'm an old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than you. So. That's, true. That's true. Um, that's why I keep you around. So <laughs> just kidding. I'm man. the old guy. Um, <laughs> that's my old man impression. You heard it. right? <laughs> so during the listener party, we should have like a mass birthday celebration for Brian, you and me and all the Kaiju cast listeners can bring us <laughs> gifts. There no, you go. I don't know about that. <laughs> I know about it. <laughs> just buy us all a drink. Jeff's mandate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The listener party. Totally. We'll have a birthday celebration at the listener party. Absolutely. <laughs> Be like, hey, welcome to the listener party. Where's my present? <laughs> yeah. You can do that. And it you better give me be something I don't already have. <laughs> 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 That's like, I swear to God, that has been the biggest point of like stress for people who want to buy me something Godzilla related. And they're like, I don't know if you already have that. I have that problem too. People are like, we're going to get you something, but we figured you already have this. Yeah. Do you guys get that too? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah big time. Yeah. yeah. I figured it seems mm-hmm. like we're, we're the kind of people that would get that. You know? Yeah. I was yeah. going to get you something creature from the black lagoon, Rachel, but I just didn't know what you didn't have. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm always fine with, Hey, give me a bottle of cinnamon whiskey. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Jeff likes the fireball. I like it. I That's like fine. it all. You know, to be honest, I like it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we could totally do that. That would be so selfish. Oh, gosh. We're having the, uh, the Kaiju Cast listener party slash birthday party for everybody three, but Rachel. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> hey, man. I don't know. When yeah. is Dave's birthday? When is Martin's birthday? Oh, yeah. Birthday? Actually, that's I do true. know when I don't Martin's know. birthday is. It's February 14th. Oh, yeah. He's Martin's Valentine's birthday is Valentine's right. Day. He and yeah. I are going to have to have a combo birthday because mine's in January. Yeah. So we can combine it. We can no, do that. But, you know, double listener party. Yeah. In all honesty, just if people showed up to the, to the Kaiju cast party, would be gift enough. There right? you go. Sure. Yes. Yeah. The gift of your presence. We want to party with fellow kaiju lovers we That's do right. actually want that that is honestly one of my favorite things about g fest is just hanging out and talking with fellow kaiju fans that whole thing i was talking yeah. about earlier where a lot of people feel isolated and so forth mm-hmm. if you're in the pacific northwest area and you come to north north if you come to rose city comic-con you know make it out to the listener party yeah it should be a lot of fun man or, or at woman. least come to our panel definitely come to our panel Z. Plural. Panels, yes. Plural. Multiple panels and booth. Yeah. <laughs> and booth. Come do it all. Yeah, and, do and, it I all. mean, and the con. It's is, a kaiju extravaganza. Yeah. The con itself looks like it's going to be fantastic. Too. Oh my God. So. Did you see? They got Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Fantastic. They have Carrie Fisher. Princess freaking Leia is going oh, yeah. to be at Rose City Comic Con. That is huge. I know. Mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher, Robert Englund. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of people that are going to yeah. be this year. It so does not surprise really me that they still had extended their. their Budget. I think she is. Yeah. yeah. I, it doesn't ex- surprise me that they blew through their budget because I asked if they were, would be interested in having Godzilla guests. You know, mm-hmm. I know people who know people who can yep. make things happen. But they were like, no, we've already sort of blown the budget for yeah. bringing in guests and flying somebody in from Japan. Not cheap. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Fisher, man. 
Power Rangers, Walter Jones, Karen Ashley. Could just hit that. Veronica Walter Jones, Taylor. is that the Black Ranger? Uh, Red Ranger? Maybe. I don't know. They don't have this picture. They just oh, have, doesn't a picture. have a picture. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The picture of the guys? Yes, Black Ranger and maybe Gold Ranger? Not sure. I'm not, I'm not into the Power Rangers stuff. Uh, Veronica Taylor, who is a voice actress. Zach Callison, who is a voice actor as well. Uh, Olivia Olson, who plays Marceline on Adventure Time. Those people are going to be swamped. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've got a whole Nightmare on Elm Street thing going on with Joan Willett, Amanda Weiss. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Robert England and Ronnie Blakely. Yeah. Cool. Wow. So that's are cool. you guys going to cover that in the magazine somehow? I think so, yeah. Yeah, dude. Brandon Routh is going to be there. Oh, my gosh. I There's so many people. I know, like, Nichelle Nichols and Walter Koenig from original Star Trek is going to be there. They got a That'll couple, be fun. A couple people from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So they got a, you know, they got a well-rounded guest lineup. Ray Park is going to be there. Darth Maul. Yeah. Larry Hama. Dude, I just want to go up to Larry Hama and tell him that I love him for how much he influenced my childhood with G.I. Joe. <laughs> nice. Yeah, without a doubt. Oh, man. I can't wait for Rosary Comic-Con. I'm getting excited yeah, looking at the- great. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. Yep, Nichelle Nichols is still there. She's on the list, sir. Sweet. Will, yeah, I know she had Will that. Will Wheaton. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll definitely see more stuff coming on that. Although, honestly- they could announce nothing more, and I'd still be psyched with that show. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good one. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I think I'm pretty much out of steam for this particular episode, and I don't know where Brian went, so we got to go track him down. Yep. But uh, we are going to close out the show with one final song here. I was alerted by James Yance, a.k.a. the mayor of dinosaurs, uh, that there is a band called Kaiju Dicenso. Oh. Now, if the listeners are interested in this music, feel free to continue listening. It's a subgenre of metal called power violence. <laughs> Brian's giving the thumbs up. So we're <laughs> be playing. We're closing out the, this episode with Kaiju Dicenso, and we'll see you for the Daikaiju discussion of Gilala strikes back the G8 summit or whatever that's called very soon. Thanks for listening. Jamata.
right, seriously, if you made it through that, congratulations. There are parts of it I liked, parts of it I hated, and um, if you want to see more about that, there's a link in the show notes to kaijudaisenso.bandcamp.com. See you in a couple days.